weeks ago, I made a decision, and that decision was to learn to live freely. So, of course, I had to investigate what does that mean? What does that look like? And what came up was more ways that I decided that I'm not living freely. And, you know, I'm not freely pursuing my purpose my or my dreams. Or I'm not freely expressing my talents or my gifts or myself. I'm not even wearing the clothes I want to wear or living and walking and speaking the way that I want to. So in summation, that's what freedom looks like for me, just to walk this earth freely. And after deciding what it meant, I had to look at, okay, where do I begin? And I thought of all type of things, like to revisit my inner child and speak to her or to just journal or to write, to be creative, to be in nature more. But these are things that I really, that are already a part of my life, but I'm still not fulfilled. So I took it to my best friend. I I began to say, I want to live freely. These are things that I want. I I began to to claim that and say that I'm going to find out how to do this thing. And my best friend is someone who has battled with her entire identity um, and didn't feel free until she became who she is today. So this is a transition and a process that she's already been through. So I took it to her and I said, what, what does that look like? Like, I don't even know where to begin. And I have my own thoughts. Like, do I begin with my marriage? Because, you know, it's easy to say, okay, my marriage is the reason for everything that I'm going through. Mm, But I'm not there yet. And then I thought, okay, you, you were raped in college. Do you start there? You know, what does what does that do? What does that bring about? My best friend who knows all this said very plainly, you know, start with your dad. Why don't you start with your dad? And it never crossed my mind because in all the years since that relationship has been what it's been, I thought that I healed. I thought that that wasn't a part of my problems. And here we are years later and that is in fact a problem so I began to investigate what okay my parents divorced that that happens more than half of our population is divorcing or will be divorced or has divorced okay so that's not such a big deal okay so what happened after that okay he moved away he decided to move away um what happened after that there was a period where my father and I didn't speak for five years and as a young girl I believed nobody loves me as much as my father and my mother but he decided to leave because the divorce and for reasons that I understand now although I could never walk away from my children and I just investigated what feelings what happened to me knowing that I didn't have a dad to come to my games or I didn't have a dad that was around or I didn't have a dad to call when I needed something or I didn't have a dad to protect me 
and I went from having one to all of a sudden not having one and what did that mean to me and what came up was something that I've carried with me and did not understand where it came from and that's shame and fear of embarrassment and although children may understand they don't have anything to do with their parents divorce it's a shameful process to know that man my parents my family didn't make it and this may sound a little old school especially in the way family dynamics are changing but it is my truth and that was painful for me and it did cause a period a long period that I'm still going through of shame and fear of embarrassment embarrassment and these two feelings traveled with me and and they came up in the incident where I was date raped they come up often and daily almost in my marriage and I need to or I'm beginning to investigate the root of that and beginning to let it go and it is a good feeling in fact today I decided I would go to the beach and meditate and and put all these things together that I had thought to do in order to release this shame and fear of embarrassment and almost instantaneously I felt lighter I felt like there was a weight that was lifted off off of me a weight that I put on my marriage or a weight that I had put on daily failures or a weight that I had put on any shame or embarrassment and there's no room for it and I learned that things may happen that will cause shame or shameful situations may happen or embarrassing things may happen but they are not ours to carry it happened but we don't have to carry that and I've carried that for years and it is debilitating it is debilitating to know that I can't go do what I'm called to do because I fear embarrassment or because I'm ashamed and I wasn't always like that so I had to look at what what was the beginning what is the beginning of that what was the catalyst to that what was the catalyst to being afraid of being embarrassed for a moment what was the catalyst to going through a shameful moment and overcoming and not overcoming it because I haven't and and that was it and it's just interesting that it's just not something I think about on a day-to-day but I carry it with me and that's true for a lot of situations that are embarrassing and shameful you may not think about it day to day but you're carrying it with you in the way that you operate in the way that you're debilitated or in the I should speak to myself in the way that I am debilitated there are things I know I do well that I can't show the world that I do well because of that fear of embarrassment and I am just so grateful for today I'm so grateful for these moments I am grateful for my best friend and I am grateful for this process to begin to heal from that and to begin to let shame and fear of embarrassment go. And my ultimate goal is to continue onward in that way and to do the work 
And I understand this will be a very a non-linear experience where some days I'll relapse into that feeling of being afraid to be embarrassed. But for what? Really, who's watching? In this world, this universe that is so big, I should understand, like, it's, it's me. It's me that has that to let go. It's me that decided to wear the embarrassment, not anybody else. It really doesn't matter what they see. And how long can someone laugh if the worst does happen? So I do urge everyone to just investigate something that hurts you. It doesn't matter how long ago it was or even if you think it's not present or it doesn't impact you anymore. And understand the feeling or the lasting impression that it made on you so that we can all begin to heal. And healing ourselves is how we begin to heal our communities and this world around us and our relationships and our children. And that is what I seek to do. And thank you for listening.